Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Ah, Welcome aboard. Nice to have you here with me this weekend. You're in Rudy Maxa's world, the radio show dedicated to all things travel. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial radio show host. And this hour, we're going to hear from a man who found volunteering with others while on vacation might have saved his life, or at least his sanity. Ken Budd is the editor of AARP's magazine, and he's going to introduce us to his new book called The Voluntourist. Then we'll take another look at London and the upcoming Summer Olympics. Two weeks ago, we learned it wasn't too late to book a trip. Apparently, it's still not too late to go see the Olympics that begin in late July. We'll hear from an expert who even has some ideas on how to score free lodging in London, which is historically, as I'm sure you know, an expensive city. And I like to keep tabs on travel websites to save us money. We do that periodically on the show. Over the last couple of years, we've kept our eye on packlate.com. That's a website that offers vacation homes at a deep discount. We've followed the growth of Hotel Tonight, the app that offers great rates on hotels in lots of cities, beginning at noon on the day you want a place to stay. In fact, this week, they just added Toronto and Vancouver, FYI. And we spoke last fall with the head of room77.com. It's a website that aggregates dozens of discount hotel websites to search for the best offers so you don't have to go to each one of those discount hotel sites on your own. Well, Room 77 has some new features, and the CEO of that company, Kevin Fleece, is going to stop by today to give us a glimpse of what's new. As usual, I'll have a couple deals of the week for you at the end of the hour. But let's start with a quick look at this week's news in travel. Well, it wasn't a great week for the Transportation Security Administration, those folks who are charged with keeping our airports secure. Two former and two current TSA screeners were arrested in Los Angeles for allegedly taking bribes to allow large amounts of marijuana and narcotics to pass through x-ray machines at LAX. That's the Los Angeles airport. The indictment describes five incidents in which screeners were paid $2,400 to look the other way when the contraband passed through checkpoints. Several other non-TSA employees are expected to be charged for collusion in the caper. Now, not every attempt worked. Five kilos of cocaine were confiscated when a courier stood in the wrong security line. The wrong security line. He had been told which one had the agent who had been paid off, and he couldn't quite get that right, and he got busted. If convicted, the participants in this plot could face life sentences. Then, to add insult to injury to the TSA, a former TSA chief published a new book this week saying he thinks the system is broken. Kip Hawley ran the TSA from 2005 to 2009. He brought us those little plastic bags so that we can put our small containers of liquids in to go through security. He had some harsh words on Thursday on NBC's Nightly News about his former agency. The result of this compounding security measure over 10 years has driven the public crazy and created a huge separation between TSA and the public. The effect after four or five years was to tell the officers who came to TSA to stop terrorist attacks, we welcome you here, but you may not use your brain. Insecurity, you do owe it to the public when you ask them to do something that's, that's hard to pull it out as soon as you come up with a better way. Holly says he thinks the TSA can come up with a better way and that TSA responded with a statement saying they're working on it. They're working on new ways that will allow for the elimination of some of the current restrictions. Good news for all of us who fly. 
The TSA would not go so far as to endorse Hawley's opinion that by Memorial Day, passengers could stop removing their shoes, stop worrying about bringing liquids through airport security, and stop facing pack-downs. Uh, here's the problem. Here's the problem. What politician or TSA head, for that matter, wants to be the guy who advocates making security less onerous if somewhere down the road something very bad happens? On this show, I and some of my guests have long argued that airports are still sieves when it comes to sieves. That would be the word. Sorry, sieves when it comes to security. That there are any number of ways terrorists can cause havoc and any number of ways the TSA can improve security without spending much money. And the bottom line is intelligence work has to identify the bad guys before they get to that airport security line. I do applaud Kip Hawley's critique of the TSA's insistence on hard and fast rules rather than allowing employees to use their common sense. But again, again you've, got that, you've got that bureaucratic fear that if removing or relaxing a rule leads to an act of terror, someone might lose their job. Believe me, I was a Washington Post reporter for 13 years. I wrote for Washingtonian magazine for another nine, 20, over 30 years as a Washington reporter. Bureaucracies are very reluctant to change rules because if they change a rule and something goes wrong, uh, I'll lose my job and I'll lose my pension and the neighbors won't talk to me anymore. On a very different note, a woman in her mid-40s became the second person in two months to leave a Vegas restaurant that celebrates fat and calories on a stretcher. The place is called the Heart Attack Grill, where the house specialty is the quadruple bypass burger. That costs $12.94, and it gets you a two-pound burger topped with bacon and cheese. Don't worry, you can add 20 extra bacon slices for an extra $3.69. The latest patient to collapse at the restaurant was drinking a margarita along with her double pie bass burger. She took the smaller one. That's the one for amateurs. It's just a one-pound burger with bacon and cheese. $1.84 gets you 10 extra slices of bacon. The restaurant has a hospital theme, including waitresses in tight-fitting nurses' outfits. Hey, it's Vegas, baby. And speaking of Vegas, passenger numbers at the Vegas airport last month were 2.5% higher than last March, signaling a slight revival in business in the resort city where the economy's downturn has hit especially hard. There are still great hotel deals to be had in Vegas, though, as long as you don't plan your visit during a huge convention. How do you find out when there's a huge convention in town? Well, you go to VegasMeansBusiness.com and you search the convention calendar by date. They'll tell you who's coming to town, on what dates, and you'll be able to tell which ones are the big ones. Uh, lots of delays at airports for different reasons this week, few of them having to do with the usual culprit, which is weather. A puppy got away from its owner Wednesday at New York's LaGuardia Airport and began running around runways, dodging planes, and the people chasing him, taxing air, uh, airplanes, came to an abrupt halt. The police finally had to ask the owner of the 14-month-old Rhodesian Ridgeback to get off her Delta flight and call the dog to heal. The pup broke free from his kennel while being loaded into the cargo belly of uh, his master's plane. Passengers aboard a Chicago-bound flight at, uh, from Detroit excuse me, to Chicago were delayed three hours Friday at O'Hare for fear a passenger aboard had contracted monkeypox. That was the first time I'd ever heard of monkeypox. It's a disease transmitted from infected monkeys to humans, and it's potentially fatal. The woman in question had recently been in Africa adopting two special-needs children, which heightened fears. Turns out the red blotches on her skin were probably from bed bugs, and the flight was cleared to take off. And as she said later, she was delighted that all the passengers took this in good spirits. Well, I don't know if they had took it in good spirits, but nobody complained and yelled and screamed. And finally, a suspicious package found at 5.15 in the morning on Friday caused the shutdown of the secondary terminal at Minneapolis' St. Paul Airport. Uh, after about 90 minutes, bomb squad experts determined there was no danger, but flights were backed up as the terminal was emptied. All right. 
Join me after the break. Stick around through the break, because you're going to meet a man. He's the editor of AARP. That's the American Association of Retired Persons, who found volunteering on vacation may have helped him more than it helped others. His name is Ked Budd. He's written a book, new book with a very clever title, The Voluntourist. And I think you'll find him an interesting guest. You're in Rudy Max's world. Don't go away. Participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. At Quicken Loans, we close many of our home loans in 30 days or less. But if you work with someone other than Quicken Loans, you might be dealing with a lender that takes a lot longer. Here's an analogy. I ordered a pizza four hours ago that should have arrived in 30 minutes or less. Think of my cold, unappetizing pizza as a mortgage from a lender that doesn't care about closing loans quickly. Here's your pizza, dude. You should have been here a lot sooner. Who do you think I am? Quicken Loans? The choice is clear. A mortgage from a lender that takes forever to close your loan or a piping hot mortgage from Quicken Loans that arrives fresh at your door in as quick as 30 days or less. One more way Quicken Loans is engineered to amaze. The rate today on a 30-year fixed mortgage is an incredible 3.99%. APR, 4.22%. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. Call us for cost information. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. Nationwide licensing number 3030. One thing I've learned on my journey to help save people money on car insurance is that folks across the country like convenience. And what could be more convenient than visiting geico.com? We can manage your policy, pay your bill online, just about anything you need. And it's open 24-7. It's kind of like popping into the ultimate convenience store. Except we save people money. And we don't have beef jerky. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv and check out the new Blu-rays as well. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour. If you are of a certain age, you may be a member of AARP. That used to stand for the Association of American, I don't know, American Association of Retired People. And as a result of being a member, you get the magazine, AARP The Magazine. Takes a lot of trees. Let me tell you, there are a lot of copies of that magazine printed. Ken Budd is the editor of that. He's based in Washington, D.C. He's a, a veteran journalist. And when he was 39, his dad died after playing golf. And some things started changing in Ken's life. One of the results, I'll let you tell you, I'll let him tell you about that in a moment. One of the results is he started doing some traveling and doing some volunteer vacationing. He studied climate change in Ecuador. He worked with special needs kids, kids in China, taught English in Costa Rica, and he'll tell you about some other ones. Ken, welcome to the show. Congratulations on the new book. 
Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, if I didn't uh, give the name of the title, let me do that. It is called The Voluntourist, and Ken defines that as a, a guy who attempts to save the world in an attempt to save himself or someone who could only do it two weeks at a time. Um, <laughs> there's a backstory here there, isn't it? Isn't there? Yeah, there really is. And, you know, I, I hate to call what I experienced a midlife crisis because that's such a cliché. And it usually conjures images of guys in leather pants and things. And I don't want to go there. But, yeah, I really hit one of those periods in life where you kind of question, who am I and what is my purpose? And as you said, it had to do with my dad. My dad died very suddenly. Um, one minute he was alive, the next minute he wasn't. And this was the best man I'd ever known. And after he died, we got these letters from his friends saying, you know, your father changed my life. I wouldn't be the person I am without knowing him. And so between that and my wife and I, it appeared we weren't going to have kids, and I thought, well, how can I live up to my father's life when I won't be a father myself? And after that, this opportunity came to rise in New Orleans, and that started the whole thing. So it was the Katrina, the, 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 the opportunity to volunteer in the cleanup of the Katrina, in, in the aftermath of Katrina, that really started you on this? Yeah, it was nine months after Katrina, and this was never some plan like, I'm going to go around the world and spread happy fairy dust and, and volunteer everywhere. It just sort of happened, and so, yeah, I was there nine months after Katrina and just doing very basic, unskilled work, which was perfect because I have no skills, so I was basically... <laughs> You're a journalist. You have no skills. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know, they needed people to help paint and haul trash, and I was really well-equipped to haul trash, And uh, but, you know, it was small work, but it was necessary work, so... So and there was a psychological and emotional in, uh, a component to this, and did doing this bring you... Uh, a bit of joy? Yeah, it did. I found pretty much any of the trips I did, I would get there and immediately think, oh, my goodness, I've made a terrible mistake. You know, this, this was a bad idea. Because, uh, you know, anytime you travel, you're, you feel a little out of sorts. But in this case, you're supposed to contribute and be helpful. And so it really ups the ante a bit. So, so it usually took a couple days to feel comfortable. But, um, yeah, I made really long-term relationships with people, and it, it really got to know places in a way I wouldn't have otherwise. So d does your wife go with you on these? Uh, she came with me twice. She came in Costa Rica. We taught English at a, an elementary school, and she came with me to Kenya, where we worked at a children's home. And do you do this every year now? Uh, I have not done one since 2010. I did a flurry. I did about four in nine months. And the funny thing was after the last one, we went to the Caribbean for a wedding, and I remember sitting on the beach and thinking, oh, my God, I should be, like, doing something. <laughs> I shouldn't be just sitting here relaxing. So um, I hope to do one again at some point. Right now I'm just more interested in kind of helping the places where I already went. My guest is Ken Budd. He's got a brand-new book out. It's called The Voluntourist, and you can pick it up. Oh, you can find more information, by the way, at his website, which is Ken Budd, B as in boy, U, double D as in dog, KenBud.us, not .com, .us, KenBud.us. You can learn a little more about uh, the book, see if it's your cup of tea. It's a very uh, intimate first-person account of, of uh, Ken's work around the world as a volunteer vacationist. Um, did you make up the word voluntourist? I've not heard that. It, it seems so easy to have made up. You know, it's funny. I, I think even within the people, among the people who offer these trips, they can't decide what to call them. So some people call them volunteer vacations. Others use voluntourism. I, always, I found volunteer vacation, I thought, was a little misleading because I certainly never felt like I was on vacation on any of these trips because, you know, it was, it was hard work, you're sweating, you know, I, it never felt vacation-like to me, but, but I think either term is 
they're interchangeable at this point. In the back of the book, you have some very helpful advice for someone who might be interested in pursuing a volunteer vacation. Uh, can you tick off a couple of those for listeners who might go, okay, how do I do this, but how do I know I'm working with the right folks? How do I know how much it'll cost, uh, et cetera? Um, well, I think a good starting point, there are websites like GoOverseas.com, GoAbroad.com, uh, Voluntourism.org. I started just with a reference book called Volunteer Vacations, Short-Term Adventures That Will Benefit You and Others. And those can give you a good list of places to go and who to work with. I, I instantly contacted previous volunteers at some of these organizations and said, okay, what were the accommodations like? Was the work you did helpful? And I think you should really check out the organizations, too. And, you know, any travel requires homework, but I think the level of research rises here because you want to find out, you know, are these people – creating partnerships or are they creating dependency? What kind of relationships do they have in the local communities? And just because an organization is doing something good doesn't necessarily mean it's nonprofit, so you ought to check out the finances and be clear on that. Yeah, and one good piece of advice I heard, too, was, you know, if you contact an organization, say, in Thailand, like the local tourist authority, and they haven't heard of this group, that's a big warning sign. So I think you're better off. I, I stuck pretty much with established groups like Cross-Cultural Solutions, Global Volunteers, Earthwatch. You know, these folks have been doing this a long time, and they really have got it down pat. Tell me the most affecting—I mean, you have been, you went to Kenya, you went to uh, Palestine, which I imagine must have been politically interesting for you. But tell me what place you went to that had the most impact on your psyche. I think it was China, because I was working at a special needs school, and I always felt like— just the fact that I don't speak Chinese, that alone would have been daunting. But then you throw in, I have no experience with special needs kids, and it was really a double whammy. And here again, it's that idea that you're supposed to be contributing. So I, I keep, I say it'd be like going to your first day at work and you speak English and everyone else speaks Klingon. You know, it was just like the teachers really didn't speak much English. So we really struggled with the language barrier the first week. So I remember writing in a piece of paper my first day, culture shock overload, because I was just so like, oh my goodness, you know, what have I done? But it wound up being a fantastic experience, and I kind of grew to see not, not just the problems of language barriers, but in a way, language can be irrelevant, because I became very close with the teachers regardless of that. And what did you, and if you could tell, me, tell us in 20 seconds or less, what did you do there, given that you didn't have the language? I was paired with one boy who had needed help with his motor skills, so I would help him write characters, but I would also just help him get to places because he was so much slower than the other kids that he needed individual attention. So even, and, even though I didn't speak the language, I was able to do that. And, I mean, you obviously couldn't write Chinese characters. Were you just help, helping with broad strokes, so to speak? Yeah, I would do whatever was asked, too. You know, if they, they needed someone to hug, lug this, you know, giant pot of rice up two steps, I would, you know, two flights, I would do that. But our second week, we had a college student there who spoke some English, and that was a game changer. But but in a way, the teachers, you know, this is a very tough job. I think they really enjoyed having me there because it was a chance for them to practice their English, and they would write little notes. And so, for, in a way, for them, it was fun. Did you ever leave a place in despair? Uh, after the West Bank, yeah, I felt a little disturbed after that, just because it's a very difficult life these people lead with, you know, the checkpoints and the wall. And so that. Ken, that I'm sorry. Me. After the West, did you say after the West Bank experience, Palestine? Yes. Yes. Okay. That. Just that's a very tough life those people lead. And, and, of course, you see the poverty in places like Kenya. But um, all the people I met, you know, just seemed upbeat and happy and, and trying to do the best they could with what they had. And how many of these folks that you met have you stayed in touch with? 
quite a few. Even even the, the teachers in China, I will periodically. There's one of them send a, a note in very basic English, like "Hello, I am thinking of you," and you know they will send a note back. But yeah, pretty much every place I went, uh, I've stayed in touch with some of the people and and other volunteers I've met and, and people who were working there. Did you ever fall ill? Uh, I had stomach bugs in China and Kenya, <laughs> which I felt like that it could have been worse. I think so. And and do you, when you come back, uh, obviously you put this in a book. Um, are you going to keep writing about these experiences? Because I, I hope you do. Um, yeah, I'm trying to decide what next. You know, I say in the book that sort of the journey's over, but it's just beginning. So right now, I'm just happy that we're we're giving the money from the book to help some of the places where I volunteered, and I'm excited about that. And that also will help kind of keep these relationships going. Oh, well, I wish you the, the best. I know you have a full plate with a full-time job editing uh, AARP, the magazine, but uh, wow, wow. <laughs> um, Ken Budd is, is my guest. His new book is called The Voluntourist, and you can take a peek at uh, what Ken has been talking to us about today by going to his website, kenbud.us. That's kenbud.us. Um, you'll see uh, a bit about the book. You'll see his stories from various places. Um, I like the headline on his front page, I Want to Live a Life That Matters. Ken, thank you for sharing Party Weekend with us. Thank you so much. We'll be back in just a few minutes right here in Rudy Max's World. Stay with us, won't you? Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. At Quicken Loans, we provide you with state-of-the-art online tools, like our app for your smartphone, MyQL Mobile. This means that if you work with a mortgage lender other than Quicken Loans, you might be dealing with someone who doesn't use state-of-the-art online tools. Let me demonstrate. Can I upload my mortgage documents with your mobile app? No, sorry, we don't offer mobile apps. Hmm, I didn't realize appetizers were mobile. Are you using a typewriter? Why, yes, I am. We just upgraded from Carrier Pigeon. So I take it you don't offer your clients the latest and greatest technology. Who do you think I am? Quicken Loans? Industry-leading tools like MyQL Mobile to get you through your loan process with speed and ease. One more way Quicken Loans is engineered to amaze. The rate today on a 30-year fixed mortgage is an incredible 3.99%. APR 4.22%. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. Call us for cost information. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. Nationwide licensing number 30. 30. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025. Or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to America's Most Widely Syndicated Radio Travel Show. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial host. Janine uh, Tornatore is a senior travel editor with Orbits.com, the travel website. And she keeps an eye on trends and market conditions uh, all over the world, as does the company for whom she works. And we got the Olympics coming up. We talked about a couple of weeks ago uh, with a, a journalist from the Wall Street Journal in London. And I wanted to get Janine's take on this. Janine, uh, we've only got about three months left. Uh, should anyone even be considering going? Well, 
I mean, it, you're certainly going to pay a premium to go. Um, it's the Summer Olympics and it's during London's high season. Um, what we're seeing in terms of airfare and hotel, airfare on average from most you know major cities in the U.S. is anywhere between $1,300 and $1,500 round trip. Hotels can range anywhere from $250 to $1,000 in central London, which is the prime area for most of the Olympic events. However, you can stay um, at outer you know areas near Heathrow or Gatwick airports from around $210 a night, or even some of the outer-lying areas like Kent and Surrey um, for cheaper as well. But certainly, it's not going to be a cheap trip. It's going to be kind of one of those trips of a lifetime. Right. Um, and you, you say that there are free Olympic events to attend and hotels that you can book near them. Give me a couple of examples. What are free Olympic events? Sure. Well, primarily these are some of those outdoor events, things like the women's marathon, um, the men's 20K and 50K, the cycling events, the triathlon events. Um, so a lot of these, you know, you can just stand along the route and catch the action going by. The triathlon events actually are ticketed events, but the routes, um, you you know, you can catch catch the events outside the ticketed areas if you just, you know, find out where to stand along to catch those. But, um, you know, even some of the other more popular events that do have tickets like gymnastics, diving, beach volleyball, they're starting at about 20 pounds, which is about $35 right now. Um, you know, but certainly those cheaper tickets are going to be the harder ones to get. And you, you talk about uh, alternative airports as well, um, at least in our emails back and forth. Uh, obviously, the two big ones outside of London are Gatwick and Heathrow. Is there any advantage to going to either of those? Or are you talking about saying flying into Edinburgh and taking the train or flying even into Paris and taking the channel train? Yeah, I mean, people, you know, should consider options like that. There's also the Manchester Airport, which is two and a half hours away from by train, about three to four hours mm. by car. The East Midlands Airport's a little bit closer. It's a two-hour drive from London. You know, these are smaller airports, so we see a lot more regional flights out of, so you might not necessarily get cheaper flights. But, you know, flights into Gatwick and um, Heathrow, you the longer you wait, the more issues you're going to have to deal with just availability and finding seats on on the planes for some of those more popular fly times. And do you have an idea whether it's going to be pandemonium time in London? Are you going to be get, going to be able to get around the city easily to go to different events or different venues? Well, you know, they've upgraded uh, a lot of the tube system and the train lines. Um, so to make it easier for travelers to get around, you know, certainly you don't want to rent a car. I wouldn't recommend that in London anytime anyway. But during the Olympics, there's going to be a lot of street closures for some of these, um, particularly the free events that I mentioned that are outdoors. But it should be relatively easy to get around, um, you you know, I know, Rudy, you know London well, and the tube system is very, uh, you know, user-friendly, um, as is some of the other train lines like the Docklands Light Railway. So it should be fairly easy for folks using public transportation. I did, in fact, just get back from London uh, Wednesday evening, and I did notice that more tube stations now had elevators. Um, not, I mean, that's a very old subway system in London. It <laughs> so uh, it's not like say Washington DC where almost every station has an elevator for uh, folks who have difficulty getting around um, but they have added uh, they've added escalators and elevators to some of the stations and the signage is is better yeah do uh, let me underline what Janine said do never rent a car in London there's right. not no profit in it the parking there's actually fees to go into downtown London mm -hmm. uh, your your license plate will be photographed and so on uh, so don't rent a car and taxis are very very expensive as fond as we all are of black taxis. Are you going to the Olympics, Janine? 
You know, unfortunately, I'm not. I'm actually uh, due to have my third child in June, so that's out of the. Uh, oh, you've always got some. <laughs> always got some excuse, don't you? Right, right. You know, another <laughs> thing I wanted to mention for folks who may be considering um, hotels. You know, obviously, the more expensive hotels are in central London where the big events are. People that are considering, you know, staying out near the airports or maybe some of the outlying areas, keep in mind that a lot of the trains will only run till around midnight. So if you're someone that is in London and you want to experience the nightlife and take in a lot of the action, you know, late night, uh, you may want to just keep that in mind when you're considering where you're going to book your hotel. Excellent point. I have found that unusual about a, London, uh, a city like London that's so international and so large. To have the, the tube system shut down at midnight still seems to me not a great idea. But uh, uh, alternative uh, lodging, um, dormitories, and so on, if you go to my Facebook page, Rudy Maxadash TV Show, I've listed several websites that can wire you into perhaps dormitory rooms. Uh, there are people renting their apartments. Um, you can check on, online for that as well. Be cautious, of course. Verify, verify, verify. Verify, but uh, there are options other than hotels, and there are still tickets to be had for some of the secondary events, I understand. Yeah, there absolutely are, and, and like I said, some of the you know secondary events, you know, they're they're fairly cheap, so you can go for around thirty-five dollars. Something else to keep in mind for folks who may not be that interested in the Olympics, but they're thinking they still want to go to London. We're seeing right now that right after the Olympics, super cheap rooms from a hundred dollars a night, starting on August fourteenth. Ah, excellent advice, Janine uh, Tarantari is the Orbits.com senior travel editor. Thank you for joining us, Janine. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We'll be back in a few minutes. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. At Quicken Loans, we close many of our home loans in 30 days or less. But if you work with someone other than Quicken Loans, you might be dealing with a lender that takes a lot longer. Here's an analogy. I ordered a pizza four hours ago that should have arrived in 30 minutes or less. Think of my cold, unappetizing pizza as a mortgage from a lender that doesn't care about closing loans quickly. Here's your pizza, dude. You should have been here a lot sooner. Who do you think I am? Quicken Loans? The choice is clear. A mortgage from a lender that takes forever to close your loan or a piping hot mortgage from Quicken Loans that arrives fresh at your door in as quick as 30 days or less. One more way Quicken Loans is engineered to amaze. The rate today on a 30-year fixed mortgage is an incredible 3.99%. APR, 4.22%. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. Call us for cost information. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. Nationwide licensing number 3030. Today, my journey to help save people money on car insurance brings me to a shopping mall. Of course, when it comes to shopping for car insurance, most people go to Geico. I mean, with all the discounts they offer, why would you shop anywhere else? There are discounts for complete and defensive driving courses, multi-policy discounts, and discounts for being accident-free. You know, this mall is a real maze. I think I passed that candle store about five times. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Does your furnace need repair? Your house need cleaning? Or maybe you're ready to update your kitchen or bath, big or small. Whatever your home improvement need, log on to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. 
Service Magic is a free online resource with instant access to top-rated remodelers, maids, handyman roofers, and many other home contractors. Go to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's quick, it's free, and there's no obligation. Visit homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Hey, folks, Rudy Maxey here with an important question. Who's watching your home when you're not there or even when you are? Well, it could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in often when they think no one is home or when they think no one will stop them. So don't be an easy target. Now you can get a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security, with 24-hour protection. Just pick up your phone and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert service, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Protect your home by calling your authorized ADT dealer at 866-750-6633. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. The number to call is 866-750-6633. That's 866-750-6633. Again, 866-750-6633, or you can also log on to RudyMaxa.com and check out the Sponsors button for more information on these ADT security savings. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. One thing we try to do here in Rudy Max's World is keep you up to date on websites that might help you save money or save time while traveling. We've talked about Hotel Tonight. We've talked about Packlate.com. Uh, and we talked with Kevin Fleece, the CEO of Room 77, which is a site that checks all kinds of discount hotel sites so you don't have to when you're searching for a hotel. But as all these sites do, they've gotten bigger and better and made some improvements. I thought it was about time to have Kevin back on and talk about it. Kevin, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks a lot. All right. Let me just, can I just tick off a couple here and you can expand on them as, uh, first of all, you're going to earn loyalty points now on the majority of hotel bookings through Room 77. You're going to offer special discounted rates, including rates for AAA members and seniors. And also, consumers are going to have the flexibility to pay at the hotel versus prepaying. And those three are all relatively new developments for Room77.com, aren't they? Yeah, that's correct. Um, we've rolled that out just in the last couple of weeks, and um, you know the beauty of that is, you, you know, the, as a as a traveler, you don't have to sacrifice. Um, we allow you to um, shop for hotels across all the major travel sites simultaneously. So we go out and we search Expedia and Hotels.com and Booking.com and others, but we also pull back inventory directly from the hotels. And when we do that, um, your booking is actually fulfilled by the hotel, and you can earn your loyalty points with your favorite brands. Uh, you can pay when you arrive. Um, so it's really flexible, and um, we know that price matters, and we've created this marketplace that really puts the consumer in control so they can save money and earn their loyalty points every time they, sh they shop for hotels. All right, so the loyalty points are not with Room 77. They're with the particular hotel group that you are a member of their program of. So to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a Hilton Honors member, if you're a SPG guest, um, you can you can shop for hotels. You can find that Starwood property uh, through Room 77. If you're if you're going to Boston and there's lots of different Starwood properties and you want to see the the you know which Westons and Ws and Sheratons are offered in Boston and what the prices are across the marketplace, we will show you all of that. And you can book directly with Starwood, um, and you can earn your loyalty points with Starwood and their loyalty program uh, through our site. 
Now, this ability to pay when you check in as opposed to prepaying, does that mean you can cancel this reservation without penalty, even if you've made it online through Room 77? In many cases, it does. The cancellation uh, terms do, change, do differ depending on rate type, but in most cases, when you're booking directly through the hotel, you can cancel without a penalty, um, usually up to 24 hours prior to your arrival date, uh, which just takes a lot of pressure off. As we know, people's travel plan plans can change, and um, having that flexibility to, um, to cancel um, up until the day prior to your arrival certainly is an added benefit. Describe to me what you call your room concierge service. What is that? Um, so this is uh, truly unique to Room 77. Um, you, you know, when, when we spoke uh, some time ago about the first version of Room 77, you know that in the name Room 77, obviously we're very focused on going beyond the normal level of information you find on hotels, and we actually go down to the room level. So we actually have a database of hundreds of thousands of hotels, but also millions of individual hotel rooms. So when you book on Room 77, um, in other words, you fulfill your reservation with us, um, and that reservation can actually be um, directly with the hotel. You're just transacting with Room 77. We provide an added level of service called our Room Concierge Program. So let's say you're making a reservation in Boston at a Starwood Hotel and you've booked through Room 77. Our Room Concierge team will use that insight we've gleaned on millions of hotel rooms to make sure you end up in a room you're happy with prior to arrival. So if you're a special needs traveler who needs an accessible room or if you um, want a great view or if you are a light sleeper and you want a quiet room, we will request specific room numbers along with your reservation. And um, so you have that total peace of mind at check-in. And how do you know what I want? Is it because I've filled out a questionnaire beforehand before booking through you? Exactly. At the, time, at the time of reservation, we will ask you, and it's totally optional, but when you make your booking on Room 77, we'll ask you what your room preferences are. And you could say, I want a high floor, I want to be away from the elevator, I want a great view. We'll take that information. Um, we have an algorithm that generates a, a room list. And you, as a consumer, don't need to do anything. We'll just communicate your room request to the hotel, and then you'll get an update from Room 77 48 hours prior to arrival saying, letting you know what the status of your room assignment is. Um, and when you show up at the front desk, um, we found that in about 95% of the time, consumers have had their room requests met or exceeded, in many cases resulting in a higher floor or a better view or, or an upgrade in many cases. Kevin Fleece is the CEO of the website room77.com. It checks it goes across dozens or more than that websites and finds hotels for you at good prices. And as you just heard, there's some new features as well. Kevin, I hope that uh, six months from now we're talking with you again and you've got even, new, even more bells and whistles. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, a wonderful time. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Nice talking to you. Every day, in every way, we get better and better. I'm Rudy Maxa. You're listening to Rudy Maxa's World. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. 
Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It is 43 minutes after the... It's actually 52 minutes after the hour. Excuse me. We're in the last segment. Well, hope springs eternal at U.S. Airways. The airline... Exchange Commission saying it has the support of three unions representing American Airlines employees uh, who are supporting a merger of U.S. Airways and American. The trouble, of course, is American says it has no intention of merging with anyone. It's focused on getting out of bankruptcy and back to profitability. For U.S. Airways to succeed, it needs the cooperation of American's creditors, its management team, and its board of directors, admits U.S. Airways CEO Doug Parker. Now, some critics say, listen, U.S. Airways hasn't successfully integrated its operations since it merged with America West Airlines seven years ago. It is still battling with its pilots and flight attendants unions over work rules since that merger. So having it try to swallow American Airlines, a much larger airline, Good luck, U.S. Airways. Now, if U.S. Airways and American ever were to merge, which is possible down the road, it would mean that 90% of domestic air travel business in the U.S., 90% of all U.S. flights would be controlled by just four airlines, Delta, United slash Continental, Southwest Airlines, and whatever the new American is called. Uh, I don't know. What happened to deregulation and competition? And just when you thought airlines couldn't get any new ancillary fees for extras, the CEO of United Continental, Jeff Smizek, says he's going to boost revenue this summer by an unveiling some additional products and services that he assures us we're going to find very cool, quote unquote. He says it's going to be very cool. I'm not allowed to talk about it yet, he told Reuters this week. But when pressed on what kinds of things he was talking about or thinking about, Smithick mentioned United's Fairlock program. That's a deal that allows you to pay a fee to reserve a booking and lock in that fare until you're ready to commit to the purchase. So I guess he's talking about yeah, new stuff that will cost new amounts of money. But, you know, maybe it'll... Maybe it's a shoe that'll fit your foot, depending on what you need. Uh, got a deal of the week here for you, so uh, register Get that cash register there, Jeff. There we go. All right. So here's the deal: the Viceroy Resort, the Viceroy Riviera Maya in Mexico, has got a deal. If you book a suite, excuse me, not a suite, a, a villa. If you book a villa for four days at the Viceroy Riviera Maya they will reimburse your air tickets for up to three guests, which is the maximum occupancy in one villa. Again, you got to stay at least four nights. The reimbursement per villa ranges from $800 to $3,500, depending on the season and the category of villa uh, that you book. This fly-free offer is good for stays now through December 19th of this year. You buy your own air ticket, and then when you check in, you present your air receipt, your air ticket receipt to the uh, hotel, and they'll apply the ticket amount up to the maximum allowance for your villa category as a credit on your bill. You can apply that credit towards food and beverage and spa services, uh, but not the gift shop or retail or outside activities. Anyway, there's some blackout dates. It's subject to availability. But uh, you can go to, well, the best thing to do is just uh, look for Viceroy Riviera Maya because the, uh, you don't want me to have to spell Zihuatanejo for you, Zihuatanejo for you, do you? Uh, if you do, it's ViceroyZihuatanejo.com. That's the website. Fly fee program, good through December 9th, book a villa, and three guests will have their airfare picked up. Now, I presume this is just from the United States, or at least the United States and Canada. I can't imagine they're making this offer to... Uh, folks in China. So if you're listening to this show on our live stream at RudyMaxa.com, uh, you might want to check before you get on the plane and hand them a ticket from somewhere really far away. Uh, one last thing. Do we have time to do this? I think we do. If you are an elite member of United Airlines, in other words, if you're uh, 
you know, somebody who's above the just regular member of their frequent flyer program, American Airlines would like to invite you start flying American more, and they will immediately la match whatever status level you were on with United. So all you got to do is uh, call American Advantage, call American Airlines, and say, look, I'm a premium member on, uh, on uh, United, and they'll match whatever level you are. If you're a mileage plus premier gold or platinum status, you'll get gold or platinum status on American. A premium 1K status on United will get you uh, executive platinum status on American. Now, listen, don't do this just to have high status on American. If you think you're really going to start flying American a lot, and you do have high status on United, and you want to shift your business, uh, particularly after all those computer snafus of the merger of United and Continental, they're still continuing, by the way. Uh, this might be something you consider. Um, American says it'll uh, do a, uh, you know do this fairly quickly. They're going to look at it case by case basis. But really, all you have to do is send them proof of your status. You know your last statement. Um, showing that you're at uh, mileage plus silver or gold or whatever. So, or Premier, I'm sorry. It's Premier for United. So there you go. If you're a United passenger and you would like to achieve equal elite status on American, or maybe you fly both airlines, but you're not, you're not uh, high up there on Americans list, this is a way to parlay your elite status on United into similar elite status on American. So check it out with American Airlines. We're coming to the close of the first hour. If your station is leaving us, which a few, very few, I'm happy to say, very few of our stations are, I'd love to see you here next weekend. We'll talk travel again in great depth. We'll have some interesting guests for you. If you're sticking around, well, I'm glad you are. In about six minutes after some news and messages, we'll be back. We're going to check in with our hotel guy, Mike Matthews, who, for the first time in his six-star hotel life, checked into Motel 6. We're going to find out what happened. Join me right after the news and some messages. Rudy Max's World, second hour, coming up. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.